Bueller, 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 Bueller. Wake up! Good morning! Terry Wilson, he's gonna throw! Conrad! Touchdown, Kentucky! Touchdown, Kentucky! <laughs> Victory, Kentucky! Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They is buggers over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British. We bastards. beat the British. Second Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeed. Just wow. Like that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable. What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Kentucky. Jesus, Rash, get it together. Yeah, it's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Hello, everybody. Happy Tuesday to you. October 10th, 2023. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big Roll X Sports Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. I'm TJ Walker, joined in studio with Nick Roush, our producer in the other room, Justin Kalen. Hope you're it's chilly outside this morning. Uh, similar to yesterday. Fall weather, folks. It's here. Hope you're having a great start to your morning. You can make it even better by going to a Thornton's. Refresh and Rewards members save time and money each and every time they go to a Thornton's. Check them out today. Download that app. Justin Kalen, how are you? I'm good. I uh, Thanks to your Packers playing last night, Las Vegas, a pretty awful game. So I went to bed somewhat early last night. So I'm well rested. I And then on the way here this morning, back-to-back songs, I got Karma Chameleon and Hold On by Wilson Phillips. So that instantly put me in a great mood to start this day. So, yeah, all in all, I'm doing pretty, pretty well. Yeah, that, that sounds like a great way to get you get a little pep in your step. Woo. Roush, how are you? You've just kind of been off and on cussing the last uh, 10 minutes. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah that's just, that's just, uh, this is what we're doing now. You've come into the studio very grumpy the last several mornings, it seems like. Yeah, yep, yep. It didn't help to baby just woke up very sad. And then you're just like, where do I, how do I help you, baby? Yeah, it's no fun. You got, you got to change your clothes because you kind of made a mess. And, you know, here's your bottle. Oh, you're still mad. Here's a passy. Oh, no, you're still mad. Um, oh, no, still mad. Yeah. So I guess that's kind of like me. Need a bottle and a passy. Mm-hmm. But you can't have the passy. That would be very difficult to, to talk. It would make it a little harder. Yeah, yeah. My daughter on her thumb and tries to talk all the time, uh, but no, it's it's tough to understand. Ooh, is that a, is that a thing that y'all are dealing with? Yeah, it's. I mean, she's a she's a thumb sucker. I was, the wife was, so we know oh, she would be. Yeah, but it, most of the time, it's only like when she's shy or tired. Yeah, so you know when she's get, why or when she's doing it. But yeah, she'll try to talk during it, and it's sometimes she'll try to talk during it. It's like, well, we can't understand you when you got your thumb in your mouth. I can't understand you. Can't understand you. That's how one of my best friends is. Him and his wife always give their daughter a pacifier. And every time I go over, I rip it out of her mouth. Tell her she doesn't need it. She thinks it's funny. She always laughs when I do it. 
But then that's like they'll have the pacifier in her mouth and she'll be talking. And so I'll have to take it out of her mouth. Like, I can't understand what you're saying. So I'm going to need you to not use this. And I actually just got a report yesterday that she's done with passies. So that's exciting. Yeah, I'm, I I don't know. I've never had a kid before, so I don't really know the old rigmarole with the whole <laughs> thing. But I am I'm happy that it's a thumb instead of a passy. Like I'm, I'm, cause, yeah. you know, on the one hand, I, I've heard from somebody, well, the passy you can always take away. You can't take away the thumb. Oh, well. <laughs> There's some Bible stories that suggest otherwise. Yeah, some some Grimm's fairy tales. But, able to do that. but on the flip side, like taking away the passy is physically taking something away, which I've heard can be a nightmare for some kids that are like attached to it, where a thumb you hope they just eventually transition out of. Like mm-hmm. It's always going to be there. Hopefully at some point they just get sick of putting a gross thumb in their mouth. Uh, it worked out for me. I eventually stopped putting my thumb in my mouth. I would put my thumb in my mouth and then rub people's fingernails as like my little comforting thing as a toddler. Huh. My daughter, she will she will suck her thumb and she just wants to like put her hand down my shirt or her mom's shirt or or even her own shirt. That's her comfort thing. Just like Sticking touching the hand into the shirt. Yeah. Just right. like thumb and I'm doing I'm doing it for Roush. Right, thank you. This is it, this is great. Thumb and mouth, hand and shirt, and then she's like, that's her little comfort stage right there. I would do Thumb and mouth, and I would rub like my mom's fingernails or whoever's hand I was holding. Rub their fingernail. It was very calming, very soothing. Everybody kind of had uh, something I would imagine as a kid. Scoots, what was your, what was your comfort as a kid? You know, I don't Did you have a blankie. Always had. You know, that's a great question. I'm trying to think back. No, I remember I always had this Barney doll that I was big on. I was a huge Barney kid. Yeah. I don't think I ever had a doll that I was attached to or a blankie or anything, but yeah, big Barney guy. But I don't recall like ever sucking my thumb or using a pacifier or anything like that. So yeah, I'd have to go to my Barney doll. Yeah, I don't remember a passy either. Roush, anything for you? I wore a giant 19, I don't know if it was 98 or 96 championship shirt, and I would just tuck my like knees under my shirt. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah everybody then, loves a big comfy shirt. And then eventually, you know, it got a hole right where the knee was. Yeah. Uh, but And then sit, you know, like two feet away from the 26-inch box TV. Real, you know. Living life. Yeah. That's what it was all about as a kid. And to get close. Yeah. Well, we got a lot to get to on today's show. We've got a jam-packed Thornton's text line. Keep them coming in. Podcast listeners did not disappoint. We didn't finish all the texts from yesterday either, so we'll get to all those. But... Monday couldn't go by without there being some sort of controversy or at least a conversation. Uh, no. We we were so close well, to getting away from it, to not having it, but we'll we'll get to that. Uh, just UK fans crack me up, and I'm glad to be doing a radio show with a fan base that cracks me up. gives gives us a lot to talk about on a pretty much a weekly basis regarding the fan base. So we'll get into that. Green Bay lost again. They stink. That was. A, like, just not even a fun Monday night. If you give up 17 points in an NFL game, you probably should win. But if your quarterback throws three interceptions, it's going to make it a little bit tougher. Uh, so I didn't really even enjoy watching that game. Didn't do great on my little, like, prop bets that I was going to. I was all over A.J. Dillon. If he would have gotten another touchdown, that would have been a pretty profitable day. Um, so I, I did win a little bit of money, but overall lost. I had a Jordan Love anytime touchdown. I should have done plus three interceptions. I'm sure that odds would have been pretty good on that. Uh, that was a bummer, though. I hate when Green Bay usually plays on primetime. They've played on primetime the last two games, Thursday night, now Monday night, and they lost both of them. So get back to just your good old-fashioned 1 o'clock Sunday games for the love of Pete. 
That being said, they are bad. They had one. Was and it six straight Monday night games? Was that the record? Or was that the – I didn't remember. They'd won a bunch in a row. They were always um, great in primetime for the most part under Rodgers, and then usually you'd get like a cool Hail Mary every now and then. Um, but no, was, that, now they get a bye week, so I'll be going on well over a month not seeing a Green Bay Packers football victory. Um, they don't play again. So they won't play next week, so they won't play like till the 24th or something like that, 22nd. Wild long time to only play two games. That being said, they need a break. I need a break. They stink. Jordan Love stinks. You can't give up on him because he's only like five games into his career, but boy, he makes some horrible throws. Really bad throws. Yeah, there was... Um, so, I'm I'm not the happiest I've been in my sports world. Yeah. Yeah. It It was It was just not a great football game. No. Was, not entertaining. The, 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 the parts that I watched... Raiders look like they stink. Oh, man, there was one play where he and Michael Mayer, if he just, like, throws it like a layup to him, the dude's running until yeah. he hits the end zone. Um, but could, Jimmy G couldn't make the throw. Um, I guess Josh Jacobs looked all right. He had a couple big plays. But, yeah, not a good football game. Um, but, hey, that was that's what we needed in the, the Roush uh, tight end carries his team to fantasy football victory. So there was our fantasy football second. Got, got the win. Thanks to George Kittle. Shout out. Let's go. Let's ride. That's big. One of my leagues, I have Kittle, Laporta. Who's another? Who's my other tight end in that league? Uh, Cole, Cole Komet. Like three Ooh, good tight ends. Nice. So that you just all tight ends. But it, it seems like I always start the wrong ones. Started Komet this past week. Laporta and Kittle both had bigger, better games. They all three had good games. Nobody in my league will tr- trade me for a tight end, so I'm just trying to have a monopoly on all of them. Eventually, somebody's going to need they're going to come on over my way. But good. I'm happy you got your fantasy win. Yeah. Always makes it a, a little bit better. Scooch, you get into anything on your Monday night? Um, No, not really. I, I Well, I got into my Harry Potter book, read three chapters last night. No big deal. Other than that, no. It's all wow, so pretty it's much getting, all. It's getting pretty good. He's probably well, at Hogwarts. Today. What? Yep, he just got there last night. So well, love these book updates. About, getting... about to explode. But no, I watched a little baseball as well. I watched a little bit of the NFL game. But yeah, other than that, no, it was pretty boring Monday night. I um I appreciate that you're reading because I've, I've I'm spending more time with Stephen Peak and nobody I've I've never been around somebody who reads more than that guy. Big well, reader? Does he read in the car? He reads like walking to and from places like with a book in his hand. So it, it's a, I, don't, I don't know how he reads as much as he does. Cool. My yeah. thing is is back back in the day when I was a big reader, I could not read unless it was dead silent. Like I, I could not shut out the outside noise. So if I was like not in the library, it was pretty tough for me to read. But here lately, man, I'll just the TV will be all the way up. It doesn't bother me. I'm just locked into my book. So that's been a cool development. Huh. Multitasking, the yeah. art of multitasking. I love it. I, uh, I, I, I wish I could be a, a well-read human, you know, like since you're reading some, some fiction peaks, a big, like, um, yeah, nonfiction what? current events stuff. And like, he, he like brought up something yesterday and I was like, man, I don't, I can't even formulate an opinion because I really have no idea what's going on. Like, I'm just, uh, I, I can't, like, I can't, I can't have some sort of opinion about Congress legislatures 
investing in national defense before the budget. And I don't know. I, it was something like that, right? Some kind of, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but and it's like, I can't even, I, I, we, we were having a budget problem. Like, I, I don't, I think. Well, well, as a country, we're a little bit in debt. I don't know if you've heard about that. Knew, knew that, knew that. Um, but, yeah. like. Uh, well, you, get, you didn't give us a ton of detail about what you're actually but, it was so. It was yeah, but he brought it up, and I was just like, "You might as well have been speaking Chinese." Like, I believe it. That legislators, legislators were investing in defense things all at once. We were having a budget problem over defense, and then now there's a war in Israel, and we're sending our boats over there. He's like, "Ah, oh, not putting two and two together," but I was like, "I can't. I, I haven't heard of any of these things, so you mentioned them just now." So that's what you get with being well going on in Israel. Uh, I saw some like clips of like smoke and all that, and oh man, they had a terror attack. People were just going and went to a music festival, killed hundreds of people at a music festival, stole kids, Uh, raped kids, raped women, paraded the raped women around the streets. Uh, It was really bad stuff. I've been thinking and praying about the people of Israel for a while now. Uh, That was horrible. Horrible stuff. I just can't like they parachuted in and just like at this music festival with like knives and machetes and just started like chopping people. It's horrible, horrible, horrible stuff. A lot of violence in the world. Now you get a war in Europe, and now you get probably the biggest conflict we've had in Israel in over fifty years. Not not very very uh, delicate times on the world thread. You just kind of feel like if we haven't already boiled over, we are well on our way. Uh, but yeah, terrible, terrible stuff. I wonder what Peak's opinions on all that stuff was. Yeah, we have we have some fun conversations, but I'm not as nearly as informed as him because he's not as well read as him. I thought it was going to be something a little bit more light, like uh, no, no, no. If he, he celebrated he, Columbus Day or not? No, he is. It's not light reading for Peak. It's like very serious. I that see, I think Scoots. I don't the the part that amazes me, and you might be able to do this. I I have to like read one chapter at a time. And like stop there. I can't just like pick up mid page and just like keep going. Yeah, no, I'm the same way. I that's what I have been doing here. Actually, when I started this book, I've been reading one chapter a night, but last night I just couldn't stop. Had yeah. had to go three. Yeah, I I can't just like read a page and be like, All right, there's my page for the day. I'll come back to another page a little bit later. Unless on. it's like the Bible. I've got to do like I've got to I've gotta do a chapter two. And if I start another chapter, it's like, all right, if I start this chapter, am I going to be able to finish it or am I going to get too tired? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I like to have, I can't do like the, oh, time to do a number two. Let's read the book for three minutes. Okay, close the book. Time to go. Like, I, I can't do that. Yeah. If I sit so, down, it's got to have like a start and finish. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm starting this chapter and I'm not putting the book down until I'll finish this chapter. That's normally, and, and you know what? I don't read as much as I like. So maybe I, I need to get out of that habit. Get more to like uh, just read what you can when you can, and then you'll get back to it another time. But any free time I have for like that, just like, ooh, I'm walking, you know, a mile. Why don't I read a book? I'm, I'm just so much more likely to catch up on current events on my phone round. Do a radio show. What have I missed? What do we need to be able to talk about? Let me check on that stuff. So like my just casual book reading time, it gets weeded out by – making sure I'm not talking out my butt as much as I normally do on radio. Hmm. A lot of butt talking. Oh, a lot of butt talking. But I want to keep it at a minimum if I can. Well, that is why most of my talking on the radio, I'm like, let me talk about things I know, like um, sports. That's that's a good thing. Sports. Yeah. Well, some would say, do you know sports? 
Ah, yeah, they might say that I don't know ball. Some would say that. Yeah. We're going to talk ball, a lot of ball talk on the Thornton sex line. Oh, man, I'm just, that, that's really what I was cussing about this morning. It's just like reading through Twitter and just being like, damn it, Mark, why couldn't you do this? Why couldn't you just bite your tongue? You were so close. You were so close, and he couldn't He couldn't help himself. Well, Ego got in his way. Let's take, maybe, Scoots, can we take an early break so sure. then we can dive right into yeah. this conversation? Absolutely. The, Mark Stoops had his press conference yesterday, but more eyeballs on the coaches show yep. which was later on monday evening and it's got if maybe you've missed all of this maybe you're waking up to all this oh, news man. It was, we're gonna, it's a mess we're gonna fill you in the latest drama in big blue nation this is kentucky roll call roll justin kaylin nick roush i'm tj Wolf. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. Breaking news. Justin Jefferson headed to the injured reserve for his injury. Coming out from Adam Sheffield right now. So, going to almost certainly miss these four games at Chicago, 49ers, at Green Bay, at Atlanta. Hey, maybe Green Bay will have a chance to win. Can't beat the Vikings without Justin Jefferson. What can you do? So, adjust your fantasy leagues. If uh, if that news is pertinent to you, welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports oh, Radio, huh? 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. We go 7 to 9 Monday through Friday. Replay of the show, 9 to 11. Just search for Kentucky Roll Call wherever you get your podcast or wh- whatever. We'll be there. Does does Justin Jefferson missing four games, does that make him unworthy of the number one overall pick from this past season in terms of fantasy league? We'll have to see what he does when he comes back. But, you know, missing four games is going to make it a little tough. But he's been pretty good this season, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I, I, I don't have him in any of my leagues, so I don't know for sure. But it seems like he's still putting up numbers. He is, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it, him being out, though, is going to definitely be a bummer for those teams. Um, one of my first picks, Saquon Barkley, he's been out a ton. Makes, makes fantasy a little tougher when you don't have your first pick. Uh, so the Justin Jefferson owners of the world will experience that. Roush and UK land, we're experiencing – Something that, I, again, I wasn't really on my phone much last night. So when I saw it, I was like, wait, hold on. I got to catch up to all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I did. And happy that I did. Dumb that I did. I don't know. You can look at it from a different, a few different scopes. But can you lay it out for everybody who may not know what happened? I know you've got an opinion on it. Try to hold the opinion yeah, back yeah, just yeah. to lay down the groundwork. So essentially, you all, you all know the rigmarole for Stoops, right? Game happens on Saturday, win or loss. He shares his talking points. They're slightly adjusted for his Monday press conference, and then typically they're more watered down or candid. Like they, He's pretty much echoing what he says that Monday night at the Collins show. Um, he ate a lot of crap 
It's like, basically, we sucked. It was unacceptable. It's all my fault. He, he did the, like, things that people like to hear. Some folks have gotten weary of it. Like, oh, let me guess. Stoops is going to blame himself, which is like, I mean, you know, it, it's kind of in a no-win situation. But um, essentially, there was a stat. Um, I didn't know this, but uh, apparently it was going around the internet that Stoops had only beaten two teams with winning SEC records and uh, twenty since like he got here. I think I think that's correct. Or since 2015, I don't know. Uh, but if the 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 point was only two wins over SEC teams with winning records. And Stoops, he had he had taken a lot of crap. He had he had done the biting his tongue. He could he could no longer bite his tongue. Um, so the quote. Georgia's the number one team in the country, clear number one. It's ridiculous what they're doing right now. They're number one for a reason. Would I like to be there? Yes. But there's a di- big difference between one and everyone else. Climbing the ladder in the SEC. You think it's easy? Sat here and watched a bunch of people try to do it. It's not easy at a lot of different schools. I'm not being sensitive about it, but bring it on. See if you could do it. Which that kind of people in the crowd that were at Malone's or wherever it is, like, yeah, yeah, Mark. Yeah. And then he said the other side of that is, if you want to do that, complain, deny, or make excuses, we're not going to do that. It is what it is. Fans have that right. <laughs> I give it to them. I just encourage them to donate more because that's what those dudes are doing. Promise you, Georgia, they bought some pretty good players. You're allowed to do that these days. We could use some help. It's what they look like when you have 85 of them. I encourage anybody who is disgruntled to pony up some more. Oh. People don't like the they, they don't like the redirect there. At the end, yeah. So, I, I we're going to talk about all this. I, I think before we even start it, I, I think this sadly, I think sometimes needs to be reminded of people. Like we're we're all Kentucky fans. We all want Mark Stoops to do well and win. Mm-hmm. We all want every UK athletic program to do well and win. We don't talk about all of them probably as much as we should throughout the University of UK athletics. Um, but the University of UK Athletics. But we'll touch on them. We want them all to do well. Why wouldn't we want them all to do well? That being said, you can't say that you're not making excuses and then tell everybody to pay more. I mean, that's an excuse. It, 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 like it, that it, is it sounds ex- very obtuse. Like, you want us to be better? Give us money and we'll buy better players. And, and that's not wrong. Like, that take is not wrong. You just can't in the same sentence say, like, we're not making excuses. We know we got to be better. But if you want to give us more money so we can get better players, that's why we're losing. Like, that's an excuse. That's an excuse. It's a probably a valid one, like it's a legitimate one. Yes, Georgia's and Alabama's and Tennessee's and even the Florida's, they've got more money to throw around and play with than UK does. But one thing we cannot do, if you're Mark Stoops, if you're the head coach at the University of Kentucky, you cannot, anytime things don't go your way, just say like, well, we're in a tough spot. It's tough to do this here. You just, because like we know that. You know that. Everybody knows. Mm-hmm. So is that just the the final solution to everything? Is when things don't go UK's way, we'll just throw our hands up and be like, "Not enough money, not enough money to compete." Unfortunately, it, it's it is excuse making. We didn't expect UK to beat Georgia. We expected the game to be a little bit more competitive. I get I I'm a little bit worried hearing the coaching staff and most notably, obviously, Mark Stoops. Like, it's okay. Losing shouldn't be accepted. So, I, I don't want to say it's okay to lose to Georgia. No, it's okay to lose to Georgia. But, like, losing, they're, they're really good. We don't want to lose to Georgia. 
Nobody wants to lose to Georgia, but everybody loses to Georgia. That's what Georgia but does. But it's Georgia. They're yeah, the best so they football do. program in the country right yeah, now. They're one they of do. the they're they're in the same breath as the Alabama Alabama dynasty, the USC dynasty, and you know, even going back to the to the earlier Miami days, which Georgia's probably more dominant than Miami was during that. They're they're the best. They are the the peak. They're the pinnacle of college football right now. If you get there, it means you're sharing the top of the mountain with them, which is all what we want UK to do is take that next step, get up that mountain. We don't want to lose to Georgia, but I think Mark Stoops would have been just totally justified and said, like, yeah, we got our tails kicked in. I talked about last week how we didn't have a great week of practice. I was really ticked off about that Tuesday practice. I don't think we came in with the right mindset to beat the best team in the country, and you saw the results because of that. We got our tails handed to us. We need to refocus, we need to regroup, and we'll be ready to go. When he brings in the money stuff, Roush, to me, it takes it away from like... It, 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 it takes, takes everything away. Yeah. It takes it, and that, that's that's the problem. It takes the Is accountability it, away from the players. It takes the accountability away from the coaches. It almost just says, we're so much on a different playing field that it doesn't matter what we do. It doesn't matter what our players do. It, it, They've it, got 85 guys that we've It makes have. it not a talking point, and that's where Stoops really aired in all of it. It's like now all of a sudden we're talking about nil and... Yep. You know, if we if we want to talk about nil, we can. Like and, I, I walked into Georgia, Georgia's big scoreboards. Like if you want to do a nil deal with the players, scan the QR code now. U of L second quarter football game. They had a QR code up on the scoreboard. You scanned it. They raised fifty thousand dollars in ten minutes. Right? Like, should Mark Stoops be asking people on the call in show for money? No, he shouldn't. Should UK be asking fans at the games Ooh. to do it? Yes, they should. Like that's stuff that you should be doing that UK is not doing. He's seeing that everywhere. Of course, that's going to piss him off. There's also, like I, I, I will give that uh, the caller credit. Like it takes some cojones to call in and like, you know, to give Mark Stoops uh, to like try to hold his feet to the fire, right? Mm-hmm. I, I've asked some uncomfortable questions. I've gotten scoffed at by him. It's not fun. It's not pleasant. But also, that's a dumbass question. That's a dumbass stat. Like if you. <laughs> If you were like Jack Winton, he even like wrote out like here's all the teams with all the all the teams Kentucky has beat in the SEC under Mark Stoops in their final SEC records. First off, it's a lot of SEC wins. It's a lot more than I'm used to. Uh, secondly, there's a lot of teams that are four and four, four and four, mm-hmm. three and five. You know why they're not over five hundred? Because they lost to UK. Yes, <laughs> it's, it's such a silly stat. And then, if you want to take it even further, like, the part that makes it really dumb is that the only, I want to say only, it's only happened 20 times in the last 10 years that teams have finished better than 500 in the SEC. And it's like Alabama and Georgia being undefeated, and then Tennessee last year. Um, one other. I, I had it pulled up. Derek Terry crunched the numbers on the board. But, like, it, it's just like we're, we're over here cherry-picking because we're mad, and, like, I get it. You're upset. You don't want to lose to Georgia. But, like, don't do the thing that Louisville fans do where they try to bait you into saying, like, you only beat bad teams. You're only, like, Kentucky has the fourth most wins in the SEC since 2018 when the Cats got hot. When yeah, we but saw, Roush, they're not against the top 500, or they're not above 500 teams. Yeah, I mean. We shouldn't care. Yeah, well, you should care. Because winning every time feels good. A lot of those teams, too. That's why I also don't, like, so wait, now Kentucky is a football program. We need to care about the oh. records of the SEC wins we're getting. Like, I thought we were just happy winning in the SEC. Exactly. Like, that, that's but, where it should be. How now many, we're at the point that we need to analyze which teams in the SEC we're beating. How many coaches, and to Stoops' point, how many coaches have gotten fired because they couldn't beat Kentucky? Lots. A lot. 
Yeah. You know, like I, the, I, I just don't win in the SEC. I don't care if it's against teams that don't win at all. I don't care if it's against teams that do win. Just win in the SEC. Yeah. And like this just comes back to every individual fan needs to determine where you're at personally, and don't let other people influence you on that take. Are you happy with where UK's football is at? I am. I'd like to take that next step. I've wanted to take that next step, but I also know the alternative, Roush. Like, there's no guarantee you stay in the neighborhood that Kentucky's at. For as much as we want to take that step forward, it's not impossible. There's, you know, six other programs in the SEC that love to change spots with UK yeah. and have us take that step back. Right. And that's Correct. not impossible. I mean, you look at look at Florida. Do you think Florida fans 10, they, they, 15 years ago would think that they're in a spot where they've lost the UK three straight times? They'd trade a lot to be where Kentucky's at. They, they, they would. So I don't care about that. I don't, you know, I know Mark was like, I don't believe that 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 statistic is right. Who cares if it's right or who cares if it's wrong? Are you happy with what UK's doing in the SEC as a fan of the UK football program? I am. I think most probably are. Not to say that that means that you know you get a pass and like everything's gravy and if anything goes wrong, you can say, Well, are you happy? Are you happy? I wasn't happy with Saturday. That needs to improve and that needs to get a lot better. But I just am not going to trash UK's football success over the past few years by analyzing which teams they've beaten and which teams they haven't beaten and what those teams did after they played UK or what they didn't do after they played UK. I could not care less yeah. about that stat. I just, I, it's, I a, it's, it's a very means silly, nothing it's such a weird us. cherry picking thing. Like, I'm only going to be happy if Kentucky's beating five and three SEC teams when it's done. nobody's going to do that. You're 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 lucky to even play two of them a year on your schedule. Yeah, like that. That's it's hard. Spoiler: alert, It's hard to win in the SEC. And admittedly, like what Florida does after UK just pounded him, pounded them. Why do why do why do we care? Why would anybody care? I want Florida to lose every game. They, like I want their program to keep being trash. They took pretty. They were, they're pretty good against Vandy. They beat them up pretty good. If Kentucky beats Missouri this weekend, I won't give one fart what Missouri does the rest of the way. I just I, why would I? Like why would I care? Now if like Florida Missouri went out, does it make Kentucky look better? Yeah, but it's going to hurt you in the bowl standing pickums too. Like right, right, right. In the in the bowl pecking order. So so, so are we I, I, are it's we in our to the point where maybe want them to lose? It just means more. It means so much more that we we cheer for everyone every week that isn't Kentucky. Exactly. Like, that's, that's how much more it means. It's silly. I've um, got that SEC belt, and it's just you know I want everybody to win. And, and I think like the the. Stoops bringing up the nil, it just gets people so mad because, like, there is a problem that it's one that Peak brings up a lot. Like, fans are being asked to do more than ever before. Too much. It's it's too much. Um, I agree with Peak on it's that. it's not sustainable. And also, they're talking about that. I mean, like, and it won't be. It's bubble. It's something's going to change within the next five years, completely drastically altering the model. This is kind of we're in the in between zone. But Soup's overall point is they've got a bunch of four and five star guys out there. Uh, Roland had the stat before the Florida game that Kentucky had more blue chip starters than the Gators did, right? Stars matter to an extent. They do. Good players typically beat bad players. That's how it works. Um, so, like, Stoops bringing that up, I, I think, is more of just like, not trying to throw his guys under the bus, but also saying, hey, 
Florida or Georgia, they've got some damn good players. They were probably going to beat us. It was going to be. It was going to take a lot for us to beat them. And you know, you want better players? We'll give us money, right? Like that. That's kind of um, his point. But uh, it, it was silly, and it just it just made me so mad because Stoops really did. Like any time he didn't we, have to do it. No, any time we gave him a chance to to like uh, like say something nice. Like he was very much yesterday. Like. Hey, did your guys at least play hard to the end? He's like, we did nothing good. Everything stunk. It was uh, everything was unacceptable. I will not stand for this. Mm-hmm. We will respond. Like he was doing the like uh, Mel Gibson Braveheart. Like we're gonna rally. We're gonna get everybody back in. Hold, hold. And everything was going the right direction. And then one guy called in and got on his nerves, and he lost his he lost his cool. Couldn't help it. It was uh, Saturday night after the game. It was very funny because he he you know. We're trying to ask questions. We're trying to get some good quotes. And he's like, you know what? They kicked our butts. Mm-hmm. And if they keep asking me, I'm going to say ass because they kicked our ass. You know, like he was just, there's only so many ways for him to say that they, they, they got their teeth kicked in and he lost, he lost his temper. His ego got too much of him. He couldn't bite his tongue anymore. And now the, the online streets, it might've blown over after a day or two. I think it would have. Um, but now, like it's just it's gonna be it's gonna be gross out there on Twitter today. It's gonna be really gross out there. Well, I'm sure some other people will not waste an opportunity to see a divide in the UK fan base and make sure to draw a line in the sand. I just I don't like coaches going to we need more money. Well, when things aren't going well. That being said, it's probably a legitimate gripe. Like UK football can always use more money. I just don't think after getting your ass kicked to Georgia, that's the time to do it right, in a right. moment of frustration. He goofed. He goofed. Coaches goof all the time. Better to goof off the field or off the court than on the field or on the court. And this was just an off-the-field goof. Shouldn't have said what he said. Not a huge deal. Not that it was based in inaccuracies or it's in or it's not factually true. UK football can use more money. They could use every fan ba- every fan to pony up a little bit more. It's just not the time to do it after you're getting your ass kicked to Georgia. Well, comes off as excuse-making. Yeah. And it, three, I do think there's a conversation that Roush alluded to overall, a bigger point of, like, how can we make it – how can we capitalize off good – like, after they beat Florida, there should have been something on the video board of, yeah. like, hey, did you enjoy tip, this? Tip, tip your players. People yeah. have got Venmo money. That's, like, not real money. They'll, they'll happily just slide it that way. Venmo, UK Foundation. 15 you know, Club, whatever. Just – Yes, it would be very easy to do that sort of stuff. Um, but I is, I want to kind of take it a the, tiny different well, gear, a different way. I will say the other part, too, that really hurts is that right now the players that UK probably paid the most for are, are underperforming. Right uh-huh. now. Like, so, like, you know, don't buy everything. Money doesn't buy everything. No, yeah. and it's, yeah, you coaches have to be smart on where they're going to kind of because we're that's what you're doing when you when you donate to these clubs and these initiatives and stuff like that you're basically telling the athletic program we're trusting you to do smart things with this money now if you go and you get a quarterback that you think is going to be the bee's knees and he doesn't he's not up to snuff then that falls back on the coaches too that's not a well we didn't have enough money to go get somebody you wanted you you that was the guy you wanted at quarterback in the transfer portal and you needed to have x amount of dollars to make it happen you got x amount of dollars you made it happen did you all just pick a quarterback that's not very good? And Roush, I want the 15 club to be audited. 
What 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 is that? I I I just want to see where the money's going. I want to make sure that the players are getting the money. There's a lot of people that promote the 15 club. What are they getting out of the deal? I want to make sure my donations aren't going to just people that are running the thing. I know that they say on their, I think they say that like 93% of the dollars go directly to the student athletes. Where are the other 7% of the money going? I get that there's some overhead fees and there's stuff that I, I want to nod at the whole thing. I want to make sure that the money that's going there, that's going to the players. That needs to be something in college athletics. I, I doubt this will happen because, you know, transparency is not a huge thing in our country nowadays. I, I, all of them need to be like, hey, here's our annual report. We got X amount of dollars from donations. This amount, you know, you don't have to say $35,000 went into Devin Leary's pocket. But here, went to football. Yeah. You know, this amount of money was specifically assigned for basketball. Because don't they let you pick where you want to send the money? I thought. I don't one think of, any of it goes to basketball. Them, I, I thought one I'm of not. them did. But yeah, maybe they don't go to basketball. I think you're I know right some about of that. it's volleyball and, you know, X, Y, and Z. But I want I, it to get audited. I want it to get audited annually. That's going to make people feel more comfortable donating yeah. to it. No, you're exactly right. That it's. It's actually going where it so, needs to go. It's not going into other people's pockets. So Tex Ags is the like um, they were the other big site before one three bought KSR. They were the other big independent site. Um, Billy Lucci does it. If you watch the Johnny Football doc, Billy Lucci was all over that thing. Um, and Tex Ags operation, what makes them different? They're very involved in nil. They're basically their own collective, and they put out an annual report that's similar. To what you're asking for over the audit, where it's like, here's how much money we raised. Here much. Here's how much went to players. I'd love that, yeah. and I think the more you did that, the more people will be like, all right, sweet. Let's. I just think if you if you have the numbers and they're legitimate, I don't want anybody lying about any of this stuff. Uh, but like, if they, you know, hey, this year we were actually down about twenty percent. I think people would see that and be like, oh, well, you know, next year I'm gonna. I'll chip in 15 bucks. I'll chip in 20 bucks. I, I want to do my part. Or, hey, you know, this year we had a huge surplus. We made a lot more money than we were anticipating. It's all going to the players. Oh, coincidentally, UK gets a top 15 class because I just think if you could have numbers right. and queue them up with the results, people at the 15 club, I think you can make this thing even better. But you do need to be a lot more transparent than they have been. Wouldn't that kind of open Pandora's box, though? I mean, dude. You're talking about transparency with college athletics, but there's not really a lot of honesty either at the end of the day. I mean, not not every program's honest. So I think if you do give a full audit of any of these nil programs, you're going to see some things that you're not going to want to see, you know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's definitely stuff. That's what I'm saying I want to see. There's definitely stuff in each of these nil programs that are going on that shouldn't be going on. Give me, like, an example. Oh, I have no idea. Like, naughty. I I have no idea, but I I can guarantee you with the utmost confidence that there is definitely shadiness going on in all these nil programs. Well, I I would think the thing that I would worry about most is just the adults taking the money for themselves. Absolutely. That's the biggest concern you have in all of this. And, Roush, I know I'm hitting a little close to home on this, but, like, Matt Jones promotes the 15 club. He gets the players to go to his bar to do the signings, which the bar gets a ton of money from. He gets the players on his show to do interviews, which is prominent for his show. Is this just like a big circle of money with like Matt Jones and his friends where money comes into the 15 club, the business gets promoted, show gets promoted, and then some money actually goes to the players and then it just kind of recycle, reuse, recycle, reuse, go back and forth, back and forth. This is a what I, a part of what I'm alluding to, is that like I want to make sure that this money is actually going to the players, and 
have we ever gotten any indication that any of the money has gone to the players? Obviously, it has because I yeah. think a player would speak out and be like, yeah, you know. But how do we know that? Well, that's why we're in a weird spot because there's nothing transparent about this. There's not at all. Yeah, in any sort of student athletes being paid. That's at why all. a coach can go up there and be like, "Well, we need more money," and it be like, like what, nobody what can you question it. Money? You know, what if like UK actually is third or fourth what, in what nil? If they had a billion dollars. Yeah, like you know, yeah, yeah. a coach could always go up there and say they need more without us having any idea of what more actually is. So needs to be transparent with this stuff. I totally agree with you, though, that, like, take advantage of good feelings around athletic events. UK yeah. gets a big win. Have that stuff up. What if, what if we joked about it, but we were kind of being serious? Like, the little uh, the, the little well that you put dollars in for nil yeah. after big wins, yeah. and, like, but maybe the, somebody pops out and, like, says, how, I does mean, the Cats chant or like that, how that, do you do? That is the most frustrating thing is somebody's like, Mark Soup shouldn't be asking for nil money from callers on college. And it's like, well, when else is – what other opportunities? The timing was bad. I'll agree with that. But like, yeah, no, yeah, it was bad. But it's also but when's like the timing good. Yeah, after wins. <laughs> right, right, yeah. Watching right? a collective like, last year after the Vanderbilt loss, not exactly. Oh my gosh, people forget about that. Yeah, that was that was bad. That was real bad, bad Clark. No, it, like this is. I think we've talked this through, right? This is much ado about. Yeah, nothing yeah, at yeah. the end and, of the day. And that's the part that's going to be frustrating is that like there's going to be a lot of just like. Every person has a different varying degree of opinion on this, and it's all going to be shared within the next 48 hours. And people so are we're gonna not going to turn the to page. make it a basketball, football thing somehow, although it shouldn't be, right? Mark Stoops didn't bring up basketball whatsoever. Right. Um, folks, Mark Stoops is always going to want more money in his program because he want his pro- he's going to want his program to be better. We should always want his program to have more money. That doesn't mean I'm telling you to go out of your own wallet after you buy season tickets and a parking pass to additionally give money. Some people just can't. Give what you can. This is going to be a thing that people are going to talk about now for a while until we get any sort of clarity or set rules on it, which doesn't seem like they're coming down the pipe. And Mark Stoops, I think after losses, I think you had it right the first time. You're not going to make excuses, so just leave leave the, the money stuff to good-feeling wins when mm-hmm. everybody's happy. Yep. And then, more importantly, leave it to your staff, leave it to UK Athletics, which I do think maybe could be a bigger issue that he feels like he needs to go out publicly and say that stuff. As Roush alluded to, you go to other places in the SEC, you ain't having the coaches have to be the one to go out there and, and fundraise. That was the first thing I noticed, At least too, like that, like the their their version of Carl Nathy said when fans were getting into the stadium. Like, it's the new marketplace. Do a nil deal with your favorite Georgia Bulldog by scanning the QR code on the screen. It's like, oh, man. Wouldn't hurt. I mean, why not? Like, you know, why not? Similar to I, Mitch I, Barnhart coming around to beer. Like, why not? Yeah, and, I, and I, I, I do think there has been something about the nil marketplace thing, but the easiest one would just be, like, scan this to Venmo the 15 Club, 10 bucks. <laughs> Raise a lot of money. How many t- have you been at the? Have you bought any raffles at the Louisville football game? The fifty fifties. I've not done the fifty fifties, although supposedly it was big money on Saturday. Yeah, I. It was one of those things where I couldn't figure it out quickly enough. Like, you know, it, you scan the QR code. and I'm like, ooh, how many can I get here? And then I realized, like, Nick, what are you doing? You dumbass! Don't you, come on. But like, how many people are just going to scan that QR code? I mean, fifty thousand dollars worth. Maybe I'm just like incredibly paranoid about this stuff. But like I've sometimes in those 50-50 raffles, I want to be like, who's the winner? I want to see who the winner is. 
Yeah. And do you have any ties to the athletic program? Are you Josh Hurd's buddy? Do you own like a big company that's thinking about donating to U of L? I will say like, there I, are. Uh, it, I I understand that if Tom Jurch was still running the show, but there are like state regulations and. That, that, that stuff's pretty closely monitored. I I know that there was this uh, weird coincidence with Pete. You know how they do like the little car beeper game at U of L games? Did you ever go there for that? Car beeper. Like you'd have the car keys and oh. if it like beeped, you won the car. And if it didn't beep, you didn't win the car. Huh. Like they do contests throughout the year where it's you like, had to grab the it, keys. If you've and, got if yeah. you've got Bobby Petrino signed program, you are entered to win like the car contest. And each right. game, the person that had Bobby Petrino signed program. At the end of the year, all the people that had the signed program got to go down to the field, got a car key, and if your key was the one that made the noise. Turns out, the programs where Bobby Petrino's signed autograph was being distributed was where the players' families were sitting. Hmm. Like, that, you know, the people that would buy the $2 programs. Hey, you know, this is the Bobby Petrino signed autograph program section. You probably want to get this. Uh, So, it turns out, at the end of the year, when they were doing the, like, family, it, it was like... I don't know, seven home games, so you had seven people out there. I think five Sam of them, or something. like yeah. five of the seven were like family members of players or coaches. I was like, oh, okay, so we're keeping all this in ha- – like this, you know, <laughs> we're keeping people happy by giving them cars. And the winner was a family member of a player. Oh, can't give nil back then, but legally you can win the car contest. Like a lot of this stuff goes on, folks. It is what it is. Let's read a couple texts on the Thornton's text line. We've got about two minutes before we go to a break. 502-414-1450. Need to stroll on up. Way up. Walk right in. Stroll on up. Texter says, UofL fans are starting the unreasonably confident about UK. Oh, we read that one yesterday. UofL fans are going to be happy, folks. They had a big win. Uh, next year when Georgia comes to town and we're all excited and hyped up, little tip, don't. See, I, I think, did I say this on Friday or I think I I was like, I'm going to feel better about the Georgia game next year than I do this year. That being said, you know, I don't know if I'm going to pick Kentucky to win, but I do know UK's defense next year should be absolutely filthy. Hopefully won't get 51 points hung up on us. Nope. The biggest issue on D is the secondary bites on play action. Yeah, they, they, they were kind of toying with the UK secondary. Going back and rewatching reluctantly, um, they just seemed out of position a lot. Like, they, you know, they, they'd take one step towards the guy, and they'd realize it, that they made a mistake. It was just too late at that point. You're already a step behind. But all they were trying to do is just get them to step in the wrong direction once or twice, and it worked, unfortunately, too much. The secondary didn't have a good game on Saturday. They did not, and um, they're also going to be down a player. Uh, Jalen Geiger, he's probably played the best out of all of the safeties, and he's going to miss a couple weeks, uh, Mark Stoops said. Wasn't on the depth chart. Um, Kentucky does have a bye week coming up, but it's going to be uh, you're going to be without him for a while. Need Jordan Love and Zion Childers to be making more plays. Yeah, Zion Childers has got to play a lot better than he did Saturday. That stinks about Geiger. We need to take our hour break. We'll come back. Tech City, USA, and hour number two of Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. Nick Roush, Justin Kalen, I'm TJ Walker.
Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big Roll X Sports Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and our producer, Justin Kalen, on your Tuesday morning. Get your text in to the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Scoots, you've been wearing your Shady Rays lately? Oh, yeah. I've been big time wearing my Shady Rays. Actually, I forgot a huge part of my Monday. I actually got taken golfing yesterday for my birthday since... My birthday's on Sunday, but I'm going to have to work on my birthday. Um, what? So, my managers yesterday, they took off. They allowed me to take off, and we actually went golfing. And I got a text from my buddy, Jake, who on my way to the golf course. And he's like, hey, do you have an extra pair of Shady Rays? And I was like, yeah, I've got like six of them, actually. And he was like, well, that's great, because I lost my glasses yesterday. And I just hit him with, well... If only they were Shady Rays, you can get that replacement pair of promise, but uh, they were not. So, yeah, he, he wore my glasses the entirety of the golf round yesterday. I think he fell in love. I think he's, I think he was going to go online last night and order a couple pairs. So, I think my work here is done. Well, cool. Yeah. That's awesome to hear. Uh, that sounds like a fun little Monday for you. Where'd you golf at? Uh, we went to not a sponsor of Big X, a uh, little course by my house. We played the, so there's the main course with 18 holes, and then there's a little side course with nine holes, and the nine-hole course is a lot easier, and neither of them are very good at golf, so I was like, let's go over there and play, and they were like, well, how, how do you think you're going to shoot? And I was like, well, if I shoot anything over an 85, I'm going to be pretty ticked off, and I left the course shooting an 82, so I was, I was pretty happy. Nice. Come on. Come on. Come on. Yeah, that's awesome, Scoots. Happy to... Happy to hear that. I had like get out there, have a little fun, and enjoy your shady race. It it was one of the craziest my irons have ever been. I probably had five birdie putts within ten feet. It was great. I was just I was nailing some greens yesterday. You can't beat that. Well, sweet. Uh, Happy to hear. Yeah, you got a big birthday coming up here soon. Big three four. Ooh, mama. Mm, That's the one people always talk about. (laughs) Forever. Mm Mm-hmm. You can save 40% off when you use promo code BIGX at checkout at ShadyRays.com. Check them out today, and do not forget those amazing savings, 40% off, promo code BIGX at checkout. we got a lot more text to get to, Roush, but mm-hmm. we don't have to get to them right now if you don't want to. Um, there was one other thing that, that really jumped out yesterday that I just was like, oh, it's bad luck. Bad luck. Um. Yesterday, the University of Florida announced that Ryan Howard will be uh, an assistant coach for their program this year. Yeah, wasn't she just at UK Media Day, too? Yeah. Which was interesting. So that's that's the part that's a bad look, is that Florida announced it while she was on campus for UK Basketball Media Day. She was going to talk and stuff there, but ended up not doing it. She ended up not talking? No, because it was like, oh, well, this is awkward. Yeah, so I think, Ryan I think, Howard, probably the best UK women's basketball player, ever. at least from a talent standpoint, uh, helped UK win an SEC tournament championship, which was huge, upsetting South Carolina. Never did much in the NCAA tournament, but also never had a great deal of help around her. But Florida announced that she will be on their women's basketball staff. Wait, she's is, not going to keep playing in WNBA? She well, is. They, yeah, they, they have different timetables. 
I mean, Don Staley, she was the head coach at South Carolina and still playing. Uh, really? Because, yeah, they. I mean, their season's ending right now and just right in time for the college basketball season to begin. Um, so, yeah. yeah. I think the WNBA Finals are right now. They play during the summers. Yeah, no, I knew that. I just, I, yeah, I didn't know that you could play and be a coach. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and a lot, uh, they'll either do this or they'll play overseas somewhere. Um, but The Brittany Griner thing, and they're not as eager to go back over to Russia. <laughs> well, yeah, and then there was like a guy um, who played locally, V. Sanford. I mean, he was stuck in Israel when all that stuff was happening, playing overseas, and then he's like trying to find a way home. So um, this, going overseas has its risks, and um, and part of it too, like if you want to get into coaching, uh, I'm sure the, that financially it isn't some difference, maybe not significant. Part of it too, I believe her mother coached at Florida and played there as well. So there's at least a connection there, but it was really awkward when that news broke and she's at UK. It's just uh, not not a lot of good things for that program right now. Not a lot of good things happening for them. No, and they just had their media day, which is supposed to be like fun, excited, and they just they don't have any juice. The writing's on the wall. I think we all like Kyra LZ, but we also like women's basketball program winning. So uh, that's that's just a little concerning. Not what? great. Not great. Scoots, problem. what's up with Victor Bout, by the way? Who? Victor Bout. Mm, I feel like I've heard that name, but I couldn't tell you anything that, else about him. That's who we gave away in the prisoner exchange to get Brittany Griner back. Oh, okay. What's he up to? Has he turned his life around? That's, I doubt it. I, I, I can't imagine that being the case. No. He's probably right back into business selling selling you think they let him free like we did Brittany? yeah you think so why would russia want that dude up why why would they want him locked up that's true maybe he's helping in the war against ukraine he's he's maybe their frontline guy he was uh that's what he got rich on was like trading military weapons yeah and now with everything going on in the world yeah He's probably he's like, I couldn't have gotten out of a better time. <laughs> he's like a kid in a candy land. That's what I was made for. <laughs> yeah, Victor Victor Bout for Brittany Griner was the trade there. Text on into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. When's men's basketball media day? It's got to be coming up here soon. Probably tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah, it usually always seems like the Wednesday before Big Blue Madness. Yep, that sounds about right. So um, That's going to be an interesting. Well, I know pro day's tomorrow, so I don't know. Are they going to double dip? Good question. They are doing pro day. Um, if you're UK, I like this pro day setup better. And what you what I mean by that is they just like it. It kind of just leaked yesterday that they're doing it. I'm glad that like three weeks ago they were like, and we're doing pro day. Circle your calendars. This day it's pro day because it always like it's not a fun thing to watch. Yeah, no, I, I, don't, I so don't. I like that it was more just like, oh yeah, we're doing the pro day on Wednesday. I, I thought that was out there. Oops, because it's it's like you're not you're not gonna learn a lot. That being said, am I going to record it and probably watch it? Yeah, I'll record it and most likely watch it. Maybe watch it live, potentially. But it's just talk, 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 talk. Who's going to be there? Seth Greenberg, I'd almost guarantee Jimmy Dykes. It. Oh, Jimmy Dykes. Yeah. Well, it, it really makes you want to watch, doesn't it? Uh, it's going to be on SEC Network Plus. They're also doing live hits on SportsCenter. Jimmy where I'm... Dykes. It's just going to be so much hyperbole. Wait, Jimmy? No. Oh, it's going to be bad. Oh, boy. Yeah. But I'll be excited to see the guys back out there. First time since the summer. Everybody looks like they put on a little muscle, a little good weight, which is fun. 
Um, and then you got Big Blue Ooh. Madness on first. Will, will we see Big Z? Zvonimir Ivasic. I don't know. So, like, didn't everybody say that he was going to be getting here this week? That he'd be here for Big Blue Madness? Yeah, we had somebody ask us, like, if well, so, is he going to be here? Is he not going to be here? I, I think it's just like a, well, he could be. He might. He might not. Ideally, he's here, but. Let's see if he's got anything on his Instagram. No? No, nothing new. Not a big Instagram, yeah. Who, you or him? Him. Like he he's, he he's had a, like a big guy just first and foremost. Oh, very big. Seven guy. Seven foot five. You can't get that up there. No, no. Sorry. Seven foot five. He's a big Tom- guy though. But uh, tomorrow he, he seven six. On, he po- yeah, exactly. There you go. Down on two. Uh, he he posts every now and then, but nothing. I, I'm he looking- had something random that was like on his story re- in in the waning days of the free Big Z Tom. And it was very. It was like um, he was eating a sandwich, or he was getting a tattoo, something, something like that. That's always fun. Sandwich while getting a tattoo. Yeah. Let's head on back to the Thornton text line five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. If we get anything updated on Big Z, we'll let y'all know. But he should be arriving soon. You'd think five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. A texter says Kentucky freaking suck. Looking back, this is the first time the Supes era that we have seen. We have been taken. We've taken a step back at quarterback. Yeah, each year, it's it, each quarterback has progressively gotten better, in my opinion. Um, and we thought that was going to be the case this year. We did. But it has not lived up to it. Mark Supes said yesterday, you know, we essentially were like, hey, can you diagnose the problem? It's in part mechanical issues. Like, sometimes he just doesn't get his feet right. Um other times, it's receivers not cutting where they're supposed to cut, not gearing down where they're supposed to cut. Um, he's got multiple interceptions running the wrong routes. Stoops didn't say it's a confidence thing, but you kind of mix them all together, it becomes a confidence thing. So they said they're they're looking at all options to try to fix it. What does that mean? I, I think it means just giving them easier throws early on to get to, to regain some of that confidence. But um, it had a stat yesterday. Kentucky has the second highest drop rate in Power Five. Not good. Like 11% of his passes have been dropped. And the worst part, too, is like even Tavion wasn't, Tavion wasn't dropping passes, and then he dropped passes at Georgia. It's like, it's just not, not great, Bob. No, he's got he's to get it going. And I would take this as a good thing for Devin Leary and not a good thing for UK football. But, Devin, you don't have a backup. So that's the, the good news for you. Like, if your confidence is shaken and you're worried about how you're playing, it's got to be at least a little comforting to know that, like, you're not going to get benched, buddy. Like, you're going to, you got to be the guy to figure this out. You've got to be the person to turn this around. You've got to be the quarterback that we thought you were going to be when you come in here. And it doesn't mean you have to light up the scoreboard with touchdowns, but we can't do a 10 of 26 game. We just can't have those. That's, that's not going to get the job done against a great team like Georgia, that's not going to get the job done against just even like a, a good or maybe even an average team. So he's got to be better. I would think that it'd be a little comforting knowing that he cannot get benched. And that makes it a little worrisome for UK fans that like, that's it. Devin Leary is him. That's the quarterback. And if he can't figure it out, then UK is just going to not have a great option at quarterback because you can't go to the bench and bring somebody in. 
Now, that could be a different conversation for a different day. Should UK have more competent backup quarterbacks? always think it's like a silly discussion because you're never really planning on the backup to be the guy. But in situations like this, where the guy isn't the guy, puts you in a tough pickle. Yeah, it's real tough. Um, yeah, and it's also just kind of perplexing, too. The, the worst part about all of it is, you know, um, comparison is the thief of joy. Like, comparing Graham Mertz's numbers, like, look how accurate he is. It's like, you know, if I think if Liam wanted him to just be the most accurate quarterback, he probably could. But they, they want him to create explosive plays and take shots down the field. So, it's, it's, it's hard to compare the two when Graham Mertz is, like, throwing it five yards at a time and where he's averaging, like, 12 yards at a time, something like that. So. That's why he's accurate is because he's not being asked to do a whole lot. Um, he hasn't done a whole lot in uh, big games. So we'll see. Gotta get, plenty of time. A lot of big games. You beat Missouri. Everybody's just going to chill out. This feels like a little like the overreaction from some of the cupcake games, except magnified because it's actually a loss this go around. Yeah. Like people were kind of freaking out earlier on about it. And then what does UK do? They bounce back against Vandy in Florida and dominate those games. The you next, got a chance to do that this weekend against the team that was ranked 20. I mean, first team out of the polls. Texter says on the Thornton's text line, Roush, give us the injury report. It's kind of already a loose. Oh, man, just got to Jalen Geiger. Um, apparently, Trevin Wallace, though, will be okay. I don't know how limited he's going to be. Kenneth Horsey sounds like they're just keeping him out to talk to the bye. I was I was at least a little optimistic that we might get a return against Florida, but um, yeah, he wasn't on the travel squad at all last week. It's not not ideal, not ideal. Another texter on the Thornton sex line says, "I just drove across the bridge to Indiana. And no joke, smells like straight rotten eggs. Uh, the sewers were stinky in Louisville yesterday too. As much as I love a good Indiana joke, but yeah, the sewers sometimes when we don't get that rain." I, I can it is stinky. I can confirm. I thought this text was being a little bit uh, joking yesterday when it came in, and then I drove across the bridge, and I was like, oh, my gosh, Texter's right. This smells horrible. But the one good thing Indiana had going for it, Kentucky yesterday when I drove across the bridge, it was all cloudy, whereas Indiana was blue skies. So uh, if, if that's a day in Kentucky yesterday. I was out and about in it. I no, I mean, confirm. but after the show when I was driving across the bridge, it was cloudy in Kentucky. Nice and sunny, blue skies in Indiana. Just that, how it should be. That, uh, that's, all right, that's enough of that. <laughs> the, the sewer smell without the la- without rain, it really it's, is pretty bad. It's bad, yeah. But there is, there's a little sense of community knowing that like we're all smelling it, though. You know? Like we're all going through it. Exactly. Indiana Tim here. Hey, Indiana Tim. Good morning, men. Same folks buying the UK overhype probably also bought into the narrative that Georgia was down. Hard to be objective when you're a fan. Go Cats. It really is. Really, really. Uh, did it, like uh, you know things. Uh, everything can. Multiple things can be true. It did seem like a solid time to be getting Georgia, and Kentucky just totally annihilates their first two SEC opponents. We we're feeling solid about that. But all along, it was the number one team in the country. Was the team that had won back to back national championships. It was a night game down in Athens. Anybody that thought that like Kentucky should win with ease or the expectation was a win, you probably did get too caught up in all of it. 
That being said, didn't need to be a beatdown in the fashion that it was. Should have been a much closer game. We would think Kentucky as a program has come further. They have. It's just bad game, Rush. They happen. Yeah, and um, I do I do love, though, that, like, turns out it was the worst possible time to get Georgia, not the best. <laughs> you know, and and that's why um, sometimes we're right, sometimes the national guys are right. There was a lot of people who were just like, this is this is the time Georgia gets right. It's like, eh, I don't know about this. Uh, nope, we, we read the we read the tea leaves incorrectly. No, that happens from time to time. Just like it does when Scoots tries to pick his NFL game. No kidding. Five, eight, and one for Scoots. That's you all. Got, you, got, you got that push. Only three games under 500. Not terrible. I mean, it, it also. It's going to hurt your get to 500 by week seven, though. Very much so, yeah. It, it, I do think it is a little unfair to pick every game. Like, the how you get good at betting on certain sports is only betting the, the, the things you like. So I, I hope you aren't putting your actual money on. Oh no! Gosh no! No. That would be a disaster. Unrelated, uh, Scoots needed to borrow a few bucks for lunch yesterday. <laughs> Texter on the Thorns text line says it's not Brad White. Zion Childers made poor reads nonstop. That wasn't his best game, but he was in the secondary. It wasn't anybody in the secondary's best game? Uh, yeah, and it, some of it Stoops was there to defend. He was there to defend his secondary to a degree. Like, you know, they made some great plays. There were some great throws in there. But I do think that we might have gotten a lecture from Mark Stoops if we kept pushing him on on his <laughs> on his secondary yesterday. Yeah. 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 Um, because he's like, Yeah, can't play with dirty eyes. Ooh. I love the dirty eyes. That that's just a it's just a funny funny phrase. Need eye drops. Robert says, continuing to say we beat Florida means nothing to me. Florida isn't a good football team. They're just not. They'll be a mid to low SEC East team by the end of the year. Beating them matters, yes, but at the end of the year, I highly doubt we're pointing at that game and saying that was the most important win of the year. I mean, Robert, you are so spoiled. Like, there's never going to be a time in my life where I'm just like, beat Florida again, might as well be Vandy. Like, no, it's Florida. Beating those losers feels great every time. Robert, I don't know if you're spoiled or not spoiled. I don't know your personal life. But I'll, my, the reason I was bringing up Florida is just to say we can't do the anytime UK is in a big game, they don't show up. Anytime the fan base is excited, they let us down. I was just pulling up Florida to be like a week ago. That is all untrue. Like we were all <laughs> so pumped up for that Florida game. It was a ranked team, and UK just blew the absolute doors off of them. It made for a really fun Saturday at Kroger Field. A week later, it was the exact opposite. See, we were the Florida Georgia was the Kentucky. They had a really fun time. They had a good time. I just I was only pushing back on Florida Robert just to say like we got to stop with the hyperbole of like Kentucky football. Lucy pulls the football again away from us. Not true. Like we've had a lot of fun moments. We've stepped up in big games. Just look to that Florida game. And I don't I don't disagree with you. I don't think Florida's going to be all that great. But UK did what they did, did what they should do to an average to mediocre team. They the, pummeled them. The other part that I hate about. Well, turn that team wasn't any good anyway. Hindsight is always twenty twenty, but the records that they keep on how opponents perform against top twenty five opponents—it's not top twenty five at the end of the season. It's when you play them. They are who they are at the time you play them. I mean, Kentucky has wins over ranked Missouri teams that didn't finish the season ranked, but were five and one or four and one at the time of the game. 
like I, I, I don't, I, I, I don't know how you can punish somebody for the other team getting bad after you beat them. And part of the reason why they do is because their wheels fall off after you beat them. Yeah. And you deserve credit for that. So I'm, and we don't need to go I down that road. I just road don't again. care what teams do after Kentucky plays them. I just want UK to beat them, and then I'm, I'm good to. To rock and roll after I mean, that. doesn't this all sound like a lock thing, too? Like, uh, you know how Louisville fans do the, like, they don't play anybody thing in the preseason. And, mm-hmm. you know, like, this all sounds like a, a lock, straw man sort of argument. Now that it really matters, but the speaker sounded busted once you guys exit for a break with the music on podcast. Audio sounds much, much better, I said. I must say. Sweet. Yeah, it sounds like I got something to work out with the intro and outros. So I'll, I'll try to correct that today. I just want you all to know, Texters, how big of an, a piece that you play in this new studio move because you all have been pivotal when it comes to issues that I don't even know are going on, but you all point them out, alerts us. We, we then know that the issues are happening so I can work to correct it. So thank you all. By the way, today, the last day to register to vote. If you want to vote in the governor's election and some of the other stuff going on this fall, Today is the last day to get all signed up so you can have your voice heard. Pretty crazy. Did you register to vote when you uh, get your license? Yeah, but I think you still have to register like annually. Maybe, maybe it's not annual. No, no, it's not annual. I've, I've registered to vote once. I think it was it. You don't go on the website and do the little thing. No, I wouldn't need to go into a even website. when you even when you move. Uh, I may have, but I think I just changed my address and my license, so it changed my voter registration. Are you registering to vote now? I'm just seeing what it says. I was say, I don't think you have to. Oh, I'm all in. I'm good. Find my polling place. Yeah. Woo. Is it the same spot? Hope West, so. Westport Road, Middletown? There you go. Bada boom, bada bam. Excuse, it sounds like you just don't want to play golf with TJ. All I hear is excuses when TJ asks you why he didn't get invited. Yeah, and then he, again, he goes out golfing yesterday. We didn't have any spots. That's what I would say. Too. Seats taken. <laughs> I don't want to play golf with TJ because he spanks me up and down the course, and That's it's no true. fun. I'm just That's kidding. not true. That's not true. We, we really we haven't played our own balls against each other in a long time, so. Be interested to see how that would work because out. Because we don't golf together. That's true. That's why that's happening. <laughs> there is definitely a, a, it's a little lopsided on the invites. One invites the other a little bit more. But Scoots, at least I'll tell myself this, probably not true. But Scoots knows that like, I, you know, when he goes golfing at like 2 p.m., I just, I, I'm not going to be able to yeah. do it. It's going to be a little tougher with, uh, with having the kid. Well, but it, I'm more likely to be able to go at like 10 a.m. And Scoots can't go then. Right. We, we've got a little of a scheduling conflict. But, oh, weird. It happens when you have kids. But it is. now that we're in this studio over here, I'm closer to you. So maybe it doesn't we matter, can... though. You work, you'll work. you work Spears' show in Denison, and you're not going to be able to do it. Yeah, but maybe there there maybe could be a day I take those shows off, and we could get out a little earlier. I don't know. <laughs> Ooh, we, we have some breaking news. Ah! What's that? Hopefully nothing sad. Um... Good news, bad news. Bad news, Devon A-Chain, he's going to miss multiple weeks. Might go on IR with a knee injury. Did not even know he got hurt. Just saw him running faster than everybody down the field for the Dolphins last weekend. So that's the bad news. Good news. Congratulations to the Streebles. 
Got a new baby. Yeah, James Schreiber with another baby. What's that, number four? I believe so, yes. Watch out, Roland. Um, Watch out. It, crazy, did not know his wife was pregnant in Sweeney, that his wife had a baby a couple of weeks back, correct? Mm-hmm. Baby City up in Radio World. Yeah, so much fun. Next texter says on the Thornton's text line, when we started off slow and dismantled Florida on offense, we came to the conclusion that maybe we didn't show everything we had on offense the first few weeks. Judging how Brad White had no answer Saturday, it's possible Georgia didn't show everything in their early games either. Not too worried unless next week goes wrong. Absolutely brutal Saturday with the loss and watching Louisville have a big win. But got to be thankful that we're still we're still one of only six or seven schools with a ranked football and basketball program. Anywho, I'll be giving a chunk of my Georgia-Louisville parlay money straight to the 15 club, so hopefully we can get some of the dogs Georgia has. Has a good day and suck it to the Packers. <laughs> what what a hilarious concept it. that would be if you just hedged all of your Kentucky football emotions and used the profits to give to the Nelk No, club. wacky idea Wednesday. UK at Kroger Field should, like, you, you pick three media members. You just you, you pick them. Uh, random, you fan vote, whatever you want. Those three media members, each one has to pick something for a parlay, and then all the UK fronts the bill, the money goes to the 15 club. It's like a thousand dollar parlay that pays, you know, maybe it's like plus 660 or it's plus, you know, they get really crazy, the media members. It's plus 3,000 or something like that. They put it on the Jumbotron, and that way we, we know who wins, who then, loses. And then if you lose, you get publicly shamed. Well, it costs then, UK money. then the public can fade those, so win win. That's a that's you can do that with those, want. and then yeah. everybody else goes the. Club. I like it. It's called the the Kentucky Nil Parlay Exclusive Club Invitational. It's a great name, and we're not changing the name. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. The Thornton's text line. A texter says, "I don't know what's going on with the podcast, but during the commercials, leaving and coming back into the show, there's a lot of static." Ooh. Got it. Got it. Well, how about we get a little bit more static, huh? Do one final break. <laughs> Yes, Static City, USA. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. Here comes the Static. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. Love Motley Crue. Welcome back. One final segment, Kentucky Roll Call. Big oh, X Sports Radio. Want to remind you, it's Taco Tuesday. You probably didn't need a reminder. Salsa Rita's two locations in Louisville. Middletown, it has a drive through St. Matthew's, it'd be a nice fall day to sit out on their covered patio. Get a quesadilla, burritos. Perfect place to take the family, the kids. Everybody can kind of eat their own thing. You can mix and match a little bit. Wildly addictive chips for the whole family. Spicy salsa, queso. They've got it all at Salsaritas. Download the app and keep them in mind for your catering needs. Maybe you've got some Halloween events or some tailgates coming up, high school football games. Salsaritas can do it all. No party's too big. No party is too small for Salsaritas. They call them fiestas at their Middletown location. St. Matthews, they still just call them parties. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Just so you know. Check them out today. It is so good, you all, if you haven't tried it. Uh, I am now getting hungry. The wife and I celebrating 10-year dating anniversary today. You are so weird. 10 years ago today. <laughs> we were so not weird. really celebrating, but I'm celebrating by bringing it up. How fun, 10 years. I don't even know. How Long you, time. How do you know that? How do You don't remember your dating anniversary with your wife? I mean, I remember. The first time you became boyfriend-girlfriend? I mean, I do, but it's not like is the, all the, the magic. It's not like the every October tenth that, like, all of a sudden, it's just... your all's is October tenth too. Oh wow! Double date, Outback, me, you, Brooke, Hanny. <laughs> we'll have a good time, Scoots. You can come. You bring Woo-hoo. Thornton's girl. No, I'll Walmart come. girl. No, I'll Jill, come. whoever. I don't I'll, care. I'll come by myself. I'm used to being the fifth or third wheel. Did you enjoy the uh, the? Did you watch the Braves ending last night? That was exciting. I did not see the ending, unfortunately. I did see the final score. Wish well, I would have hung you, in. You watched it? I I watched up until about the I want to say the sixth inning. Turned it off. But did you did you get the replay? Oh no, is it is it worth going back and watching? He's a Reds fan. He's he's out of the play. He doesn't. I mean, care. Scoots. We not only was there a two run homer in the eighth for the Braves to retake the lead. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't I don't know who the player is. I'm not good with names, but a Braves guy caught a ball like bouncing off the wall and threw a guy out at first right, to I'm end the game. Watching that now, yeah, it's it's pretty incredible. But that's a heck of a way to win at home, clinging to a one run lead. I just had a a profit boost from DraftKings, so I just did a money line home team Braves and Dodgers. Suck it, Dodgers! You blew it. You blew it. Braves fought back. And you blew it. Vince Vince Marrow has spoken, Roush. He did. And um He, he commented on Adam Luckett's tweet. Yeah, he, he's a big Luckett fan this morning, apparently. I think he also might have just retweeted Luckett. He did. Yeah. Wow, that's how the game ended, Roush. Geez. I, I, I told you it was awesome, wasn't it? That is awesome. Yeah. Playoff baseball, baby. Yeah, we got more of it today. Playoff baseball is like a club that you're only excited to go to if your team's in it. Yeah, right, exactly. See, and that, the same thing with, like, maybe playoff hockey, I can just, if it's down the stretch and they're like, we might have overtime, like, I can just tune in and sweat it. But I do, if you have any sort of stake in the game, it is a ride See, for think, both of them. I think hockey's more like a, a niche street festival. Like, anybody's invited, and you may end up enjoying yourself. Like, you don't have to have... You don't have to have your favorite beer stand or pizza stand doesn't need to be there for you to enjoy it. Maybe you'll enjoy it. Maybe you'll think it's the dumbest festival ever. That's hockey. I don't think you even have to have a team to like enjoy playoff hockey to a certain extent. Baseball, I do think you have to have a team. I know there's some baseball purists out there that are like, oh, heavens no. October baseball, it's the best every year. When the Red Sox are playing in October baseball, I love it. Like the weather feel, like I, I've got oh, yeah. Red Sox hoodies. Oh, yeah. It's fun to watch. But if it's not the Red Sox, I watched a little bit of that game yesterday. Just didn't care besides, like, a little bit of a betting interest. Just didn't care who won or lost. Right, right, right. Wanted, like, exciting plays, which it did deliver. That game was awesome. And that was, I mean, I remember whenever the Cubs won it. Like, I, I wanted the Cubs to to snap that long streak, and I got into it. I mean, I remember listening to oh, Dan Shulman on the calls, like, driving from Lexington to Louisville at night, like, with Aaron Boone before he was a terrible manager for the Yankees. Like, it was you know, living and dying with all the pitches, staying up late to watch uh, the games go to extra innings. It's, but you're right. It 
you do have to, you have to, it has to just mean a little bit more to really get into it. But nevertheless, that, that was exciting. So we, we might have a few more fireworks tonight, Scoots. By the way, timely conversation bringing hockey into the fold because their regular season starts tonight. Yeah, it does start tonight. And I'm just like, man, that is a long season. A lot of people. Same thing with the NBA. Long uh, season. I don't think enough people are talking about the Cubs World Series drought. It's been seven years. <laughs> it's been seven years. It's, it's going to be another 90 on top of that. Be, yeah, we could be talking to our great-great-grandkids <laughs> and say, hey, the Cubs, 2016, so long ago. You did bring up the Vince Mero tweet. He said, I said it, and I'll say it again. No one could have done what Coach Stoops has done here. Love you, BBN, and so does our staff. Please come and cheer very loud Saturday night because we need you. Go Big Blue. Which I think asking fans to come and cheer and be loud—that's—that's—that's that's, that's going to be the rallying cry. This that week. should be the—that's—that's that's the message. Yeah, that's a nice spin there. As a radio host, you feel like obligate. Like we don't know that another coach couldn't have done what Mark Stoops did here. I don't want to roll the dice and find out. No, nope, like, I'm happy nope. how it worked out, but like Vince, we don't know that for sure. Uh, but he, he quoted the. I agree the with the last. That, um, pretty easy to. And I've shared before, shared some yesterday. Uh, Kentucky has the fourth most SEC wins since 2018. Um, he said, try not to get too upset because they can't beat Georgia. That's how he tagged it. Uh, Luckett also had the stats at Louisville, Lamar Jackson's Louisville, Penn State in 2018, Louisville in 19, NC State in 20, and Iowa were, were all power conference teams with winning records that lost to UK and Duke. Former record. Yeah, that's you know, why. It's like they beat good teams. That's why I like the the being a little nitpicky about like where the SEC teams finish is just a silly stat. Yeah. Like again, are we happy with these seasons? Are we happy with where UK football's at? Are we happy with the wins? I think large part, yes. We just don't like getting blown out, even if it is by the number one team in the country. I think it's healthy that we're upset about what happened Saturday. I'm, I'm glad to see that uh, most of the people this morning are having those sort of like, all right, come on. Yeah. Like it, it's kind of pushing back on. It seems like, for the most part, we're not letting this get messy, which is good. We'll see if that stays the way throughout the day. A texter on the Thornton's text line says, Hey, fellas, Brad from Bellbrook. Roush is going to grill me for this, but if Leary has another bad game, I'd like to see Destin Wade take over. He would add a QB run dynamic to this offense. would be very effective with RPOs and zone reads. I'm not saying we should go full Lynn Bowden ball, but adding to QB runs with Ray Davis in the backfield would be difficult for defenses to stop, and a run-heavy attack would really open up the play-action passing game. I feel like Wade could have a similar passing production to Leary, but would have a higher ceiling because of his legs. I'm sorry, Roush. Please don't call me an idiot. I'm not going to call you an idiot, Brad, and, uh, and here is part of where you could get me. You've been spared, Brad. Having a sort of like... Um, Let's do the, uh, oh, I mean, having a Wildcat quarterback period as a change of pace isn't the worst idea that I've ever heard. But I think confidence is the biggest thing. And if you can get his confidence and to figure out, the ceiling is so much higher for Leary. If he, like if Leary figures it out and is, produce, is playing at his best and the receivers are playing well, that's the highest ceiling for Kentucky football. If, 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 all keeps going to hell in a handbasket. Maybe during the bye week, you work on this package with Wade that you implement, you know, a couple times a game. Because, hell, we've seen the Wildcat quarterback work at Kentucky. 
you know, and this one you would think would be a little bit better than throwing some of the other ones. So yeah, I, I could I could get behind that every once in a while. Why not? Yeah, I I just don't think you got to be able to throw the ball. I know Lynn Bowden; he was a freak. If you've got somebody like Lynn Bowden that can run an offense similar, and the offensive line's one of the best in the countries, then maybe you can make it work. But I I, I disagree with you, Brad. But I'm not going to call you any names about it. Does he want to say? I think he was trying to get us to call you names, too. He's baiting us. Morning, fellas. Austin from Murray here. Hey, Austin. Have you all gone solo to a bigger sporting event? Have any of you all ever gone solo to a bigger sporting event? Thinking about going to the Missouri game, Missouri game but would be going solo. Ooh, first off, I, Austin from Murray could also be Murray from Austin, which I like that. A little yeah. versatility there. And Austin, I think we tailgated together uh, before the whatever the night game was. I think so. I think it's. But um, I don't know. Have I gone to a? I feel like I've I gone have. to, I've gone to Louisville games, but like I've met people there that I knew. Um, yeah, I've done that. I've driven to games by myself, but like meeting up with people. That being said, I would go to a game by myself. Like I care enough about my teams that I want to go see that I would go to a game by. I'm myself. Also, one of those that like. It's pretty easy to make friends at a football game. That's true too. <laughs> you like, know. You know. Um, what are you into? Okay, athletics. Oh my gosh, me and this person and fifteen thousand other people to my right, left, right. and then you know forty thousand other people to my right. They also like those things too. Roush is right; it's easy to make friends. Austin. The um, the only thing that would just hold me back is Murray. Is you know that's a good three and a half hours of Lexington. That would be the only thing that hold me up. But if you've got the, uh, you'll run the into conviction. people you know. Yeah, you'll it'll be a good holes. time. Yeah. yeah. Um, and anybody from Murray want to go to the game with Austin? Or anybody from Austin want to go to the game with a guy named Murray? Either one. Shocker, another we'll see on Injury Report. Also, if Cal talked to fans like Stoops did on a call-in show, how bad would fans and media roast Cal? There is a double standard between the two coaches. It doesn't, I mean, just, I don't think it's, we need to be as whiny to Stoops as some are to Cal. I don't think that's the way to go about it. Yes, Stoops does the exact same thing with the Injury Report that Cal does. Uh, maybe it's the fact Cal was there five years, four years before Stoops. That maybe it's just around a four year like that. In four years, we'll really be sick of Stoops saying well, it too. I think I, I, I just don't get worked up with grown men say. Well, I, I think it's more of uh, there's more games, so like players can miss more basketball games, and we just get a little bit more antsy Correct. about it. I think we've said that on this show. Yeah, that like and Cal is speaking to the media more in terms right. of like game. You know, you get two games a week. Versus one game. Exactly. So, so like, natural... if, you miss, if you miss a month of the football season, you're missing four games. Maybe only three if it's around the bye week. Whereas, like, if it's basketball, you could miss nine. You know. We're just, in, until, like, college sports adopts a professional model in this, injury reports are going to be annoying. Which I think. Why why I'm, let it bother you weekly? I'm really hoping that Sankey does that next year when they add Texas. I bet they do. Yeah. I bet they do. And, and then, you know what, if you want to do the Belichick thing and put Tom Brady on it probable every week with a shoulder, if you want to go about it that way, fine. But it would be nice to have some sort of like, what did Jay, I don't even know what Jalen Geiger heard. <laughs> no idea. Heard Trevin had a shoulder. Heard Barion's dealing with a hamstring, which like, it's good to know it's a hamstring because that's, that's, mm-hmm. it can be tricky. Yeah, it, like, again, I know from a betting standpoint, we want to know who's playing and who's not playing, but if you're a U.K. fan, 
you should be there Saturday cheering them on. Or if you can't make it to the game, you should have it tuned on, cheering them on. Um, and we'll see who gets out there when they get out there. And if, oh. it, if it's enough injuries, then it's probably going to cost us the game, and that'll be annoying, but it won't be because of what Stoops said or didn't say. Yeah, and you know what? People are going to roast Stoops. Um, they're probably going to roast him less because he exceeded our expectations more recently. Like, we it's a big pop in 21. People, so his approval rating was higher. So what I would say to that, and you're right, you're not wrong about that. Like, like, then, like, let's dictate the anger where it actually deserves to, to fall on. Like, we're not mad at Cal because of yeah, the way he handled no, the No, no, it's, it's all because they're not winning enough. Exactly. Yeah. So you, so you find little, like, cracks that you can. And, and you then use you that just, as an excuse exactly. to just, like, lash yeah. out. Yeah. 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 I we're mean, saying it all out loud. That's right. what's going on. And you're right. And that's why Stoops doesn't – that's why people don't whine about injury stuff with Stoops as much is because they're happier with the program. Right. Yeah, that's all it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, the movie Totally Killer on Prime is pretty good if you like horror comedies. A horror comedy? I haven't seen that Look it up. I do. My wife doesn't like spooky stuff, but I kind of want to watch some spooky things. Get I'm getting, the season, I'm you getting know? bamboozled on spooky stuff. We like we have this at the house. It's we don't really stand to it, but like the wife also does not like spooky things or horror movies. And for the most part, I'll still I will like when it's like, what do you want to watch tonight? I'll steer clear of those because it's like October is spooky season. So when it's October. And I, it's like TJ gets to pick what we're watching. Right. But I've been bamboozled because we're just so behind on every other show that like any free time we have, we're catching up on some stupid reality. Like Big Brother. You, you got you to gotta well, ditch Big Brother. Fault. It's not my fault that Big Brother normally starts in June, and this year they were like August 15th, start date. It's like, what are you all doing? It's the dumbest thing in the world. So, yes, that's been an issue. I've not watched nearly as many scary things as I would like. So I've just been listening to like Halloween music on Pandora to get me more in the mood. You know, like spooky sounds. And stuff. Yeah, yeah. I um, was watching doors. the Only Murders in the Building show. That's one we're catching up with. And they had like kind of a spooky episode. They tried to make it a little. And I was like, oh, this has me. I've got to scratch that itch a little bit more. I normally don't because wife is out all the way on those. But just a little bit can go a long way. The Kim Kardashian starring in this season of American Horror Story. Really? Well, I used to be a religious American Horror Story watcher, and then it got really bad, and I've kind of stopped. I can't remember the last they season ran out that of I stories. watched. Well, each one, they, they just spread themselves out too thin. Most will have, like, ghosts, alien. It's just like, let's stick to, to one. one thing. Like, let's stick yeah. to one spooky thing. But Kim Kardashian's in this one. Wife couldn't have been further out. Not that she dislikes Kim Kardashian, although I don't know how she really feels about Kim Kardashian. But it was all about, like, trying to get pregnant and like babies and stuff like that. And she was just like, I do not want to watch. I'm pre- uh, like, I do not want to watch. Right. This, right. Which right. I do totally. Understand. Yeah. Yeah. I do as well. Um, I just saw like a promo for it where they're like walking down a runway. And she's like turning into a zombie. Was that, I don't, I don't know if I saw that. I don't one. think it was her, but it was some other mom. Yeah. You know? And that's another thing is they make all their like teasers and trailers just super weird. And they very rarely have to do with the show. It's like, well, what the hell is all this for the months before? A, te- uh, a texter says, bad timing for Mr. Mark Stoop saying we need to pay more in nil. It was bad timing, but it's really not that big of a deal, folks. I mean, it's not something that we all need to get super angry about. TJ, there's no way you actually think Jordan loves the future of the Green Bay Packers. The dude is cheeks. He's really struggled. And the sad thing is, it's like he is progressively getting worse or at least not actively getting better, not taking steps forward like a young quarterback should be. He's just... It's almost like his accuracy and passing is getting worse. It was nice to see A.J. Dillon show a little signs of life, but 
it's pretty clear like the haves and the have-nots in the NFL this year and Green Bay comfortably in the have-not category, which stinks. Changed the whole outlook of the NFL season. Like the Dolphins are so fun to watch, the Bills, you know, only one team can win the Super Bowl, but it'd be fun to be in the group that feels like you can compete for it. Mm -hmm. Green Bay, very, very obviously not. Although I think from a defensive standpoint, they're a little thin and it's like one injury can kind of change the outlook. From a defense standpoint, I think Green Bay's really good. Offense, not so much. Salt Lake Brian here, an actual serious question for once, which I'm sure oh. will be addressed during the show. But why is Jack running with the quotes and the follow-up stats? It's an intentional sowing of discord. We put the we put to bed the basketball versus football stuff, and yet one loss, here we are again. I understand there's clicks and bait, but Jesus at least invent new narratives. We don't, but just so like Brian, just don't let it become that then. You know, like don't do your part in feeding the flames if you think that's where this thing's heading. And let's just call it what it is. Like, you know, if a if a certain media outlet wants to make this a much bigger deal than it is, then it probably will turn into a much bigger deal than it is. And, but let's all do our part to be like, hey. Stoops probably shouldn't have brought up nil. That was an excuse for losing to Georgia. That being said, we want nil in every sport to be dominant. He's not wrong about that. The uh the thing too it doesn't have to be a big deal. That I I, I, I might get from Jack's point of view is like sometimes when you're the the basketball guy covering basketball and you know, I, I've gotten overly defensive or aggressive on Cal because I'm the football guy and I get a little chip on my shoulder about it. Maybe maybe that was the way he was about that. But I think that's so silly. I think it's silly for you to do that, and we tell you as much, and if Jack is doing that, I don't think he is, it's silly for him to do that. Like, football being great isn't going to do anything for basketball, and basketball being great is not going to do anything for football. Yeah. So let's let them both be great, and let's all have fun. Football being bad doesn't change anything for basketball, and basketball well, being bad doesn't change anything for football. And I and I also think too, uh, being online, like living life online, has you get you get too online sometimes. But um, my favorite thing was Jack. He's like, "Hey, I don't. I'm not saying. I'm. Just, I was just checking the checking the stats. That's all I was doing." Yeah. Do you ever listen to Olivia Rodrigo? Um, she's I, hot in the streets right now. I, I I think she's got some new stuff, right? Because I I remember the old stuff, the first album that was fun. The uh, I don't know if I know that. I don't like. She's new to me as like three weeks ago. I did. Oh really? Yeah. I so I didn't like the driver's license one, but the one where she's like, uh, oh, she sang that one, dead to me. What what's the one or like my driver's license? Yeah, there was one that good for you. That's her too. Oh gosh. Yeah. Yeah, that one's good. That's a great one. Yeah, it's great. She's a good singer. Yeah. Uh, she's got a new one. She has a lyric. It's a song called Jealousy. Um, it popped up on my Halloween playlist. So that's the only reason I know it. But in one of her songs, she's got a lyric, and it's like, "Their beauty's not my not my lack." And then another lyric she has is, their win is not my loss. Sometimes I feel like that can apply to the football-basketball conversations. Yeah. Like, folks, we want them both to be good. And when one's doing bad to try to hype up another one to, like, rub the other program's face in it, it's just dumb. And I don't think Jack would do that. And, Roush, I know you sometimes get worked up about Cal, but I think that directly falls back on you're just – not happy with when UK loses, yeah, and that's yeah. how that's how you show it. Yeah. People show it different ways, and people showed yeah. it certain ways when UK got pummeled by by Georgia. 
Um, just read an article on KSR that Pro Day's Wednesday and that Ivicic is not expected to participate. They didn't say why. Do you know if it's because he's not here yet or some other reason? I would think they'd want to participate for the experience of Pro Day if he is here. Just watch the LSU-Missouri game. Missouri looked to have a tremendous passing game. Hope we win, but I'm not overly optimistic, mainly because our disappointing passing game. Yeah, well, they're the LSU Kentucky's got a much better defense than LSU. That's true. That's true. Uh, to your point about Davisic, he would only not participate if he's not here. Which you know, and also getting visas and all that stuff, like it takes time. You know, and uh, on top of that too, even if he were here, that could like literally be his first day in, and you may not just say like, "Hey, we know you don't." You know where you are or what's going on, but go play. Still got jet lag. You know, like pushing him out onto the court. <laughs> right. So it could just be the timing was, uh, you know, you wish you would have gotten him a week earlier and maybe it would have worked. A texture says, did everyone have a good Columbus Day? I did not know yesterday was Columbus Day. Until it was, it was all over my Google notifications. Uh, Three-year Letterman had a great Columbus Day tweet, though, if you, if you I didn't enjoy see his it. Content. He's pretty funny what he said. Yeah, uh, it's about how Lord Columbus from England uh, saw the Stars and Stripes after – Coming over on the Mayflower and never. All accurate. Yeah. yeah. South and Josh here. I'm with Stoops. If you don't contribute to the collective, you don't really have a right to complain. Stop, South and Josh. We love you, but come on. We can't even get people to wear a certain color shirt without them wanting it for free. Ungrateful fans. Get them, coach. I thought uh, we did the color thing pretty good. The color thing was great. Yeah. I, I don't think you need to financially donate to have a say in things. Oh, now, people have like, been saying stuff without financially donating for a long time. Long time. Yeah, yeah. Oops, cats are back to reality. Go cards, go Krogering. No, 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 no. You say go cats, go Krogering. Val, you know you still get to play UK this year, right? Oh, no. It's going to be hilarious. And and UK fans that are, like, having a moment with Val having a moment, they've been down. Yeah, They, did, them, they yeah. collect I mean, it, it's a, objectively had a huge win in a great environment on Saturday. They're going to get pumped about it. But UK. We can have feelings like that on Saturday night. We can have feelings like that when we beat Tennessee two weeks after that. You have, you have feelings like that, Roush, when you finally win in Starkville in the Mark Stoops era. And can you imagine the party in Lexington if you beat Alabama? Like, Louisville's having theirs right now. UK had it a week before against Florida. We've got a lot more opportunities to have a lot of fun as well. It'll be all right. Let Louisville celebrate. We'll see him in November. I'm excited about that. John here. Good morning. Sometimes it's not what you say, but how and when you say something that makes the biggest difference. That's a good point, John. Good good wisdom. So Coach Stoops should have waited for his words until after the season. At this point, the only thing that will start making people forget about words is to get another W in the winner column. I hope that that happens this weekend, or do you need to pony up more donations to beat Missouri? We'll got to go catch you later. And that's a whole other thing, John. That's a good point. That's a good text, John. That's Good a whole job, other John. point. Is like when you beat Florida, did we have enough money to beat Florida? I guess. Yeah. yeah. That's why you don't do it after. Mark Stoops right. would be so much. He's so much better when he has like the media eating out of his hand, having fun. Like he could have a good time. Scoots, you do the backwards three every time. It's unbelievable that you just do it. <laughs> I'm, tr- so I'm trying to figure out which way is the one. Unbelievable how consistently <laughs> you just do three seconds left instead of thirty. But when Mark Stoops is like chumming it up and everybody's laughing with him, he's so he's so good at being like, hey, and we do have a nil collective. If people want to donate to it, I like you know, we want to keep getting good players in here. He can do it in such a different manner. Good text, John. I agree with you. We're out of time. Nearly got through the text line. We did a really good so job. So close. Thanks to all the texters. We'll definitely finish it tomorrow on a Wednesday edition of Kentucky Roll Call. Roll TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, Justin Kalen. This is KRC on the Big X.